Welcome to the Bippity Boppity Bankrolls podcast. My name is Alexis Boyette, and I am a motivational speaker, business strategist, and former nationwide CEO. I am here to help you uplevel your mindset, your magic, and your money through personal evolution and intuitive alignment. So if you are looking to live a happier, more abundant, more fulfilled life, you are in the right place. My goal in this podcast is to inspire you to transcend your limitations and become the next best version of yourself. I know you will get so much value from this podcast, so thank you for pushing play today. Now let's dive in. Hello, magic makers from around the world, and welcome back to the Bippity Boppity Bankrolls podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about something that is one of the most dreaded and feared aspects of our industry, and that is negative feedback or negative reviews that are visible on our online platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Google, Yelp, GigSalad, wherever there is an opportunity to leave a review, negative ones are the ones that we fear the most. So today we're going to be talking about how to mentally and physically deal with these reviews in a way that actually helps our business instead of hindering it. Now, I know what you're thinking. Whenever you see a business that doesn't have five stars or you see negative reviews for any business, you immediately think, oh my gosh, those negative reviews are costing them clients. That's why they're not getting as many leads because they have negative reviews because people think that or associate negative reviews with a bad company, but that couldn't be further from the truth. Now, if all you have are negative reviews for your company, that's one thing, but I highly doubt that you or any of the businesses that you know are in that situation. Usually you have quite a few positive reviews and one, two, or three negative reviews. So you might have 28 reviews and two of them might be negative. You might have 100 reviews and five or 10 of them might be negative. The fact of the matter is the more reviews you have, the more likely you are to receive negative reviews as well. So the more feedback you get, the more likelihood your chances of having negative feedback as well. So understand that negative reviews are normal and they're normal. If you're getting positive reviews, like I said, the contrast of that is you're not going to always make everyone happy. And this might not be something that's your fault. This could have been because a performer didn't do their job. This could be because, you know, one of the managers or customer service representatives for your company was disrespectful to a client. This could be because someone thought that your business was somebody else's business and had a terrible experience. This could be because another children's party entertainment company didn't want you to have so many positive reviews and decided they didn't like you and were going to leave you a negative review in order to try and hurt your business. There's never usually a logical reason as to why sometimes negative reviews happen. And sometimes we can do our best customer service wise and, you know, leadership wise as a business owner to try and ensure that every single person that we interact with through our business has a good experience, but that is not always going to be the case. And the bigger your business gets, the more likely you are to experience negative feedback, but understand that negative feedback isn't something that has to necessarily hurt your business. It's all in how you choose to respond. Negative feedback can often be the biggest and most opportunistic 
opportunity for growth and to advance your skills in customer service, to become a better business owner, to become a better leader. This is an opportunity for you to not only learn and grow, but to learn how to receive constructive criticism and negative feedback and use it to become a better leader, a better business owner, and to essentially improve your business. So first and foremost, remember that negative feedback is expected. Negative feedback should be embraced. Constructive criticism is a part of owning a business, regardless of where it comes from. And as long as you master the skills on how to receive that feedback and then how to translate it into growth and opportunity, you're going to be successful. And negative reviews and negative feedback are never going to cost you potential clients or potential business collaborations depending on how you choose to respond. So ensuring that you respond appropriately and professionally will ensure that you are able to attract and keep the right people who want to work with you because the right people who want to work with you, they will go to your negative reviews and they're not going to judge you for having a negative review. They're going to judge you on how you respond to the negativity of the review itself. So this is your opportunity to show people your heart, show people your customer service and what is to be expected of working with you, even if they don't have big intentions or, or high hopes for the experience, right? So they know that even if they have a not so great experience working with your company, that you're going to make it right and you are going to be professional and you are going to be ethical and that you genuinely care about their experience. So remember that negative feedback is often an opportunity not only for you to showcase your skill set as a business owner, but also to reflect and to really realize that this is an opportunity for me to take this criticism and to reflect on if it's something that's necessary and it's going to be beneficial for me or if it's just something that I don't, you know, resonate with. I don't, I don't think that it's right. I, I think they're lying. You know, I didn't, I don't remember working with this, this customer. It's either one or the other. It's either you had a client who left you negative feedback and you feel very guilty about it. You want to make it right. You know, you want them to change their review. You want to ensure that they have a good experience with you, or it's the latter. And it's a review that you do not feel is right in whatever form that is, whether it's a fake review or it's someone that didn't even work with your company, or, you know, it's a client that you just could not make happy no matter what you did or tried. So whether you are feeling right or wrong in this review, whether you feel this review was warranted or unwarranted, you will still address it in the same way. So remember that whoever's reading these reviews will judge you based on how you respond rather than on the review itself. Remember that negative feedback is an opportunity for growth and also an opportunity to showcase your customer service skills. And remember that as we go into the rest of this podcast episode. So as we continue, I would like to walk you through the step-by-step -step formula that you can take in order to ensure that you are responding in a professional way. So the first thing that you wanna do whenever you first encounter negative feedback of any kind on any platform through any method, I want you to first remember that it is not a personal attack on you. Even if they are addressing you directly and trying to make it a personal attack on you, remember to not take it personally. And I say that because, and this is something that I always say, 
people will always view you through the lens through which they view themselves first. And that's something that I really want you to remember. And I want you to ingrain in your mind. If people are leaving you a negative review, and I want you to think about your experience, you know, your experience with customer service, when you buy from places, when people are leaving you a negative review and, and they are either giving your company constructive criticism, or they are, you know, saying something about you or about the people that work for your company, anything like that. Remember, it's not a personal attack on your character. Even if they say you are a horrible person to work with, it's still not a personal attack on your character. Why? Because essentially that person doesn't really know you. They don't know you at all, really. They only have brief snippets of a brief interaction with you. And for the most part, people should be pretty understanding. Not everybody performs their best all of the time. Sometimes people have really bad days or they go through something and they're not able to respond in a way that would, you know, make somebody like really excited about working with them. Sometimes we aren't performing at our best and that is okay because we are human. But remember that if this person is leaving you negative feedback or, you know, constructive feedback that it's designed to help you, it's not to design to tell you who you are. It's not designed to say you're a bad person. You shouldn't be a business owner. This is why you fail. It's actually designed to say, okay, this is constructive criticism. This is feedback. How can I address this in a way that helps me get to that next level of success? Because if you can't take the negative feedback along with the positive feedback, then you'll never grow. You'll never expand. You'll never scale your business. So don't take it personally. Remember that everybody has their own opinions. If someone is you know, negative, if someone is very cynical, if someone is very judgmental, or maybe someone just likes leaving negative reviews for businesses, then that says nothing about you. They could say that you're a horrible person, but that person doesn't know you. So remember at the end of the day, your clients for the most part do not know you. They do not know you as a person and you can't judge someone based on what other people have said. You cannot judge someone based on a brief interaction that you've had with them. And you have to remember that everybody is always seeing their external reality through their own perspective, their own lens. So if someone is leaving you constructive feedback, remember to take it at face value. Remember to step outside of the situation and view it as a third party instead of taking it personally and thinking that it is an attack on you, your business or your character. It is simply a negative review or constructive feedback. That is all that it is. It is not a reflection of you and your business or your quality or you as a person. So first and foremost, do not take it personally. Remember to step outside of yourself and to read it as a third party as if you were not you and you were not the business owner. Okay. So don't take negative feedback personally because we tend to take negative feedback extremely personally. And then we tend to forget all of the positive feedback that we've had. And we just focus on the negative and we focus on the problem because we think if we focus on the problem, that somehow the problem will become a solution and somehow we'll be able to solve the problem and it will go away. But the more that you focus on the problem, the further away that you get from the solution. The only way to find a solution is to focus on the solution and not the problem. So we do that by stepping outside of ourselves, looking at the review from a third party perspective, not taking it personally and remembering to always make it about the facts. If this was an experience that you had with a client, you, you are recalling the experience because you had it with a client and you remember it very clearly, but maybe this client is explaining the experience in a way that you don't remember. So maybe you have a different truth than they do. So you have different facts about the situation than they do. 
or, you know, maybe they're leaving parts out. Maybe they actually, you know, called for a princess party or a face painting the day before um, the events and you weren't able to meet their needs. And that's why you're getting a negative review. And, pe- and they're just saying, oh, they have no availability. They're bad at customer service, whatever, because they're angry because you weren't able to meet their needs. We, we never know. The, the reviews can be so broad and, and we can talk about the types of reviews that you'll get all day long. But at the end of the day, if you're not agreeing with what that person's saying, or perhaps that person is leaving facts out, or perhaps they're just saying things that are completely untrue and it's not a part of your personal experience, remember to always make it about the facts. What do you know to be true? What was your experience, right? So just remember that. Write down the facts of the situation. So read the review, write down your experience or what you remember, if you have any of that. If you have text messages, if you have emails from the actual situation, make sure that you refer back to them, you reread them, you look at the facts, you see, okay, this was my truth. That doesn't mean that their truth is wrong, And, you know, even if they're lying, it doesn't mean that that's not their own perspective, their own opinion, but this is my truth. So get a piece of paper down and write down everything that you know to be true from your own perspective about the situation, about the review that's taking place. So about the experience that you had with that client, if you never worked with that client, or perhaps you think it's a fake review from another company, then we're going to move past this part of the process and we're going to go straight into the next process. And this is going to be to not blame the client or tell them that they are wrong. Okay. So the first one, don't take it personally. The second one, remember to get a piece of paper and write down everything that you know about the situation, everything that you know to be true, the facts of the interactions, the engagement, you know, the call history, the texts, et cetera, write down everything that you know to be true. Like you're observing it from a third party perspective The third one is don't blame your client or tell them that they are wrong. And I say this because the biggest mistake that you can make when responding to a negative review or even reading a negative review is to blame your client and tell them that they're wrong, they're lying, their truth is inaccurate, you know, their review is false because of X, Y, Z, they're, you know, a a fake a review from a, a competing company. The, The worst thing that you can do is to say that it's not happening. And to, and to say that it's that person's fault, you know, and to blame your client for the bad interaction. So you never, ever, 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 ever want to respond to a review by blaming or deflecting blame back towards your client and telling them that they're wrong. Even if it's a bogus review, never blame the client or deflect the blame. Okay. Because as a business owner and as a leader, regardless of what happens to you, and this is something that we don't really talk about very much as a leader and as a business owner, everything is your fault. And and I know that it's terrible to think about that, but the more people that work for you, your performers, your managers, your, who, your wig stylist, everybody, your customers, you have to remember that you answer to everyone as a business owner. And everything at the end of the day will always go back to you because you are the business owner. You are the founder. So essentially remember to accept responsibility for everything, even if it's not even technically your fault. Remember that you still have to take responsibility for this because it's your business. This is your creation. This is, you made this. So essentially everything that is a part of this that you have created is your fault. And so the quicker that you can just accept responsibility and accept, okay, 
I'm accepting responsibility for this, even if it has nothing to do with me, we can move forward. But the worst thing that you can do is blame somebody else. So remember to make it about the facts, write them down. If you have them, don't blame your client or tell them that they are wrong. And then when you do go to respond, I I would always recommend waiting 24 hours because chances are your ego has been triggered. (laughs) Chances are you have had a negative review and you are feeling a certain way about it. You are angry. You are sad. You are upset. You are, your emotions have been stirred up. Okay. And the best thing that we can do is wait to respond. So what I want you to do after you've gone through all these motions of stepping outside yourself, not taking it personally, writing down the facts, not switching to blame, not talking crap about the client, not talking to crap about the client or the review to other people in the Facebook groups, to other princess party companies or other children's party entertainers that we know, instead of not blaming the situation and then it's spreading all the crap around, it's best to just, like I said, take responsibility and then take 24 hours to just chill. You know, focus on other things. Remember, you know, spend a a little bit of time. I wouldn't spend more than an hour on getting out the facts of of what you know to be true about the the feedback or the review. If it is something that happened that was negative, you want to take full responsibility for it. That's great. Write it down on the paper. Still take 24 hours to respond. Because when you take 24 hours to respond, you can speak from a neutral perspective, which means try and get a good night's rest, plan on responding the next day. And you want to speak from a neutral perspective. You don't want to come off as angry. You don't want to come off as desperate to try and make things right for the client. You don't want to come off as too apologetic. You don't want to come off as insincere or deflecting blame. You want to ensure that you are level-headed, that your emotions are stable, and that you can respond from a neutral perspective because people will be able to see that you remained calm in the storm and that you responded professionally. And that is what they're going to see when they read that feedback. Because I always, for me personally, if I go to a, if I'm going to go to a restaurant, if I'm going to go to a massage therapy place, wherever I'm going to invest, I look at their negative reviews. I always look at their negative reviews and I see how that company responded. And I judge that company based on how they responded always. It's, I don't care if they have one star reviews, two star reviews, three star. I don't care. It care. I care more about how they interact with their customers when their customer is unhappy, because that tells me a lot about how that business operates and how much they're going to care about my business. Right? So when it's time for you to talk to your client, when it's time for you to address this negative review, the first thing that you're going to do is you are going to address your client's needs. That's the first step. We are going to address the problem and we are going to take responsibility for the problem. So as an example, let's say we have a client leaving a negative review for our performer's tardiness, which we know, obviously we, we translated this tardiness. We tried to make it right to them. We apologized. We did everything that we could, but unfortunately this client still decided to leave us a negative review. The first thing that we want to do is we want to address their frustration. So Hi, Cindy. Thank you so much. You know, uh, you know, thank them first for leaving them the, for leaving the review in the, in the first place. So for leaving the, the criticism or the feedback, thank you so much for taking the time out to leave me this feedback. I want to sincerely apologize for your performer's tardiness on Saturday. It was a situation in which we did try to relay 
that unfortunately tardinesses occasionally do happen due to unforeseen circumstances. I know that this has caused your family or the party some frustration. And so first and foremost, I want to accept responsibility and I want to acknowledge where you're coming from and I want to acknowledge how frustrating that must have been for you. And I want to let you know that I take full responsibility or we take full responsibility for that situation, right? And then once you have accepted responsibility, you have mentioned that you know how that must have felt, you've done so sincerely, you're being you know, professional about it, you're going to move into speaking your truth, okay? So once we have addressed the situation, we have honored their feelings, we have expressed that we understand, we have been empathetic, we expressed that we understand where they're coming from, we want to speak our truth. On Saturday, as soon as we realized that your performer was going to be delayed by 10 or 15 minutes, we reached out to you immediately to let you know about this delay and then also offered to extend the performance time an additional 30 minutes to make up for the delay. I understand that this isn't what was going to work out best for your party schedule. And I understand that an extended performance time of 30 minutes didn't work well for what you had planned for the day. It's my biggest responsibility and my utmost importance to make this right for you and your family, because I want to ensure that you had a good experience with our company and that we're able to make things right for you, regardless of if unforeseen circumstances happen. So I would like to offer you this, and this should have been something that you have already offered to the client. Uh, before the situation, before the negative review happened, if you did offer it to the client and they just ignored you or they decided they didn't want the free thing or they didn't want you to make it right, I usually always recommend making it right by offering a free performance or something complimentary and ex- not instead of the money back. Because here's the thing, the money is spent, you know, the, the, the performer fulfilled their duties. You know, if, if the performer was late then that was something that I would make my performer responsible for financially, I wouldn't give the client back my investment because I had already spent all this time planning the birthday party and making sure everything was as it should be. So I would never offer money back unless it was a very special circumstance, but I would always offer them like our, you know, the same performer will come out and perform a free 30 minute experience at a date and time of your choosing, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if I had already offered this to the client and they said, I'm not interested in this, I don't want to work with your company anymore. Then I would still leave that in the review as a token of our sincerest apology. And as a token of gratitude for your business, I would like to offer you a complimentary blah, 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 blah. Right? So after you've addressed their needs, you've spoken your truth, and then you tried to make it right. Thank them again for their feedback. So you started out thanking them for their feedback. And at the end, you're also going to thank them for their feedback. And you're going to say your business, your child's happiness, your family's experience with my company means the world to me. It's so important to me as a small business owner that I'm able to build these strong relationships within my community and to ensure that I'm able to do my best to try and make memorable experiences for your family. I understand that things happen and that not all feedback is going to be, you know, five stars. And, but I would like to ensure that 
you feel heard, valued, and that you know that it's my responsibility to do everything I can to make this right for you. So please feel free to get back to me at your earliest convenience. Thank you again so much for your feedback. It truly helps me to become a better business owner, helps me to build a stronger business, and helps our performers better perform and better serve our clients' needs. Thank you again, and I hope to talk to you soon. The end. So just as a recap, the first thing that you want to do, don't take it personally. Remember that negative reviews are a normal part of business ownership. Remember that people will judge you based on how you respond rather than on the review itself. Remember to always make it about facts, to never blame your client or tell them that they are wrong or deflect responsibility. Remember to speak from a neutral perspective and wait 24 hours to respond to address your client's needs and then speak your personal truth. Always try to make it right and then thank them for their feedback and mention how it will help you to build a stronger business and help you to become a better business owner, both at the beginning of the response and at the end. So I know that you are going to get so much value from implementing this strategy for responding to your negative reviews that you will get as a business owner, please feel free to leave me a comment on this podcast episode, share it with your friends, fellow children's party entertainment business owners, share it on Instagram, feel free to like it, subscribe, do all the things, visit me on YouTube. I am always here to support you. I'm here to root for your success. I know what it's like to be in your shoes and I want to ensure that you succeed and that you build a profitable business that allows you to have financial and time freedom. Please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram via my DMs. If you have any questions or just want to chat, I am always here for you. Good luck in everything for the end of 2023. I know you're going to end the year amazingly and I know you are going to start out 2024 just with so much momentum, so much excitement, and so much anticipation of having an incredible 2024. If you would like community, if you would like support and planning a marketing plan for 2024, please remember to follow my Instagram account or subscribe to my email campaigns on the Bibbity website because we are going to be launching a 2024 marketing plan come January. And this is going to be exclusive to all of the members of the Bibbity platform. I would love to have you there. This is going to be amazing. It's going to help you create an entire marketing plan for all of 2024. So I'm really excited about that because I know that's something that many of you struggle with. Please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions. Thank you for listening today and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by visiting me on Instagram at Bippity Boppity Bankrolls or visit me on my website at Bippity Boppity Bankrolls.com. I love and I adore you and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. Have a magical day.